1: Back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to who the always wonderful and might I add handsome host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work, from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we do have an Arizona Diamondback on today's pod. We got Riley Smith of the AZ Diamondbacks on. We're going to be talking his career, his season, his rookie season. We're going to be talking about last night's game, the World Series. Got a bunch to talk about. But first, if your company's interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on backs is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, I rate to the most reasonable around. Email me at lockedondimebacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now here's that conversation between Riley, Smith, and I. All right, we got Riley Smith of the Arizona backs on. Riley, say what's up to the people listening.
0: What's up, guys? How y'all doing?
1: All right, yeah, they can't respond, but I'm sure they are doing well. Now, Riley, uh, I think we all saw last night's World Series game, Blake Snell absolutely dominating the Dodgers, struck out nine of 18 batters, and then he gives up one hit in what, that sixth inning, and then he gets pulled, and then you see the Dodgers come back right away and take the lead in the next inning. So, what was your reaction when you saw Blake Snell get pulled
0: from last night's game? You know, it's not our place to decide what coaches do, what managers do, but I'm a, I'm a type of guy where I, I like to be in the game until I physically can't be, and so if I'm in Snell's position, I'm I'm pretty upset. But at the end of the day, you know, we, it's out of our control.
1: Yeah, and I I get that that's what the Rays did all season to get them to that World Series. I mean, I was looking at Blake Snell's game like yesterday. Every postseason start, he never made it through the sixth inning. That's pretty much what they've been doing all postseason. But with your season on the line, your best pitcher on the mound, dominating the best team in baseball, and then you take him out for a guy who just broke the postseason record for most consecutive appearances where run allowed, it's just a little mind-boggling. So I would have liked to see Blake Snell in there and, and compete a little bit longer. But right now we're, we're seeing like this war in baseball, historic baseball versus advanced analytics. So where do you fall on that fence? Are you more of an analytics guy or are you more of a historic baseball, let's just go with the field kind of guy? I,
0: I'm, I mean, I'm a I'm a historic baseball guy. I, you can't computerize baseball, in my opinion. You, there are certain analytics that, that break down certain scenarios, sure. But, you know, your heart and your mind control what happens on the field versus – you know, a computer telling you, yeah, Blake Snell's never gone over six innings in a postseason. Like, he's not going to get through it. But that's that's not true. That that dude was absolutely di- dealing. He, he was a game – like, he was a gamer, and you can't physically add up the mentality in a computer to, to how he's going to react to big situations. And, and he stepped up his game yet last night, and he was a Cy Young guy again. And, and that
1: – to me, you let
0: him in there, and that's his game to ride or die.
1: Yeah, I just think there needs to be a better balance between analytics and uh, watching what you see. I mean, last night, yeah, I know analytics have gone the race to the World Series, but you could just watch last night's game and just see Snell is just in his zone right now. He's just dominating, so why would you ever take that guy out? I, I think it's just too tough of a concept for people to wrap their heads around today. I mean, Kevin Cash is probably going to get destroyed on all these sports talk television shows, but hey, the race still had a great season. They still made it to the World Series, so they still have a lot to be happy about but in that championship series they did go against the Houston Astros and I know you're from Texas so Riley would you have rooted for the Astros if they made it to the World Series
0: uh yeah I mean I, yeah I, I wanted Tampa to win I've got a couple buddies on the team in the organization Colin Pochet is a, a guy that came up in this the in the Diamondbacks org with until he got traded and another guy in their farm system is uh Sam McWilliams and Brian Schaefer and I mean there's just some guys in that org that I, I really like and I really wanted that that to happen for them um you know obviously we'd rather the Diamondbacks be there but that was our, our fortune this year you know but uh yeah I was I was hello hello
1: oh sorry you cut off for a second <laughs> all right and then uh yeah so yeah yeah I, I would have liked to see the Diamondbacks there too of course they didn't have the greatest season I mean you were on the team so you know but Riley I, I want to know a little bit about your come up like before you got uh, before you uh made your debut like where did they, where did they have you exactly for that alternate site and how did you stay ready before you got called up
0: Yeah, we were at uh, Salt River at the Spring Training Complex, Uh, and and I had taxi-squatted the last two trips, road series. so um, I was with the time, and whenever we were at home, I was at the alternate site. And, uh, you know, we we were better ourselves so that when they called upon us, we were ready to go.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you were called upon and it was during a a, a time when the D-backs were really struggling. It was a seven game losing streak and the the team just wasn't performing like how many so many people expected. So what was your mindset as a rookie? You know, you're you're about to make your debut, but this team is on a seven game losing streak. Of course, you got a lot of emotions going on. So what was your mindset heading into your debut? Um, You know, No
0: matter what. uh, I really like to compete and I like to beat whoever I'm pitching against. And and, and so I, I try not to let the emotions get, get out of hand and change my mindset when I'm out there. I just try to stay the same as I've been throughout my career. And, uh, you know, that that's kind of how I stayed.
1: Yeah, and your debut didn't go probably as well as you would have liked. I, I saw that a grand slam was given up. But after that, you only gave a one earned run, I think, over the next 14.1 innings pitch. So how did you bounce back and redeem yourself?
0: Um, you know, the, the Grand Slam sucked, uh, but that outing, you know, I made one bad pitch technically. I mean, it, that that was that was tough, but I, I would say that if it was the third or fourth outing, I would have been a little harder on myself, but I, I kind of was prepared to either have a great outing or have a bad outing. You know, the, the emotions can get out of hand in your debut, and, and those guys are good. So once you get settled in, you know, then you can kind of pitch the way you're supposed to be pitching and I felt great and and I wanted to be pissed about the grand slam but I really couldn't I mean my childhood lifetime dream had come true and and I wasn't too hard on myself and I I knew that I had made some really good pitches and I made a bad pitch And, and that's just kind of how it stood
1: yeah, and you performed great down the stretch, and we saw the Dimebacks' bullpen kind of struggle all season, so I'm hoping they give you a larger role in 2021 because the pitching staff could really use you. But what was the biggest challenge or difference you saw going from the minors to major league hitting?
0: Um, Very, very uh, strategically planning out the at-bats and, and just, you know, focusing on your strong points but also being able to get to their weaknesses. That's kind of the game plan of pitching, you know? You know, when it's... Not cutting time you have to to stick to your your strengths but you also have to try to to exploit where they're not you know as well-rounded
1: now riley smith and i would talk about how it's like playing baseball in a pandemic and how strict the protocols were but first, let me tell you guys about Rock Auto, Oh, excuse me, let me tell you guys about Bilt Bar, because this episode is brought to you by Bilt Bar, because Bilt Bar is back, more improved, and more delicious than ever before. They have 18 amazing flavors, but six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're both soft and easy to chew. Now, the reason why I love built Bars are because they're healthy. They taste like a candy bar, but they're actually protein bars. They're great for the health-conscious guy like me who wants to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, so it's great for that keto diet. If you go to BuiltBar.com, right now they reset their promo code for this relaunch. You get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get 20% off your next order. Promo code lockdown for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to it between Riley Smith and I. Yeah, now, one thing that I do find very intriguing is just, like, the whole COVID situation and how you guys handle it. I just want to know, like, how strict were the protocols in the locker room, like, was social distancing always enforced? force? Were you guys always with the 24 masks on? Uh, just, just tell me, what, how were the protocols like, and how was it like being in the locker room in a baseball season during a pandemic?
0: Yeah, it was night and day different, man. The the lockers were spread out six feet. Um, you you had to wear a face mask when you're at the field. The only time you didn't was when you were working out or on the field. Uh, you know, it, it got pretty old, but at the end of the day, it, it's better than sitting on your couch, not playing baseball and not making money. So, yeah. you know, that, that, that's just the way it is. We had to to wear it and we had people walking around making sure we were doing all the right things. And And we went all year, all from season to season with no COVID positives, you know. We had a a couple um, before, like during summer camp, but I mean, we, we did the right thing and we handled ourselves the way we were supposed to handle it and it worked and we didn't have any tests positive for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, that's really impressive. I mean, we saw a team like the Marlins who had like one and like their half their team uh out with COVID and probably a lot of that is just because they're in Florida. They're doing some of their own things down there. But I want to know what was probably what what was the biggest thing that changed for you on a daily basis during the pandemic? What was something that you had to change in your daily routine because of now new rules and protocols?
0: Something for me was was being able to high five guys or dap people up or just be in the general area and and not thinking about a, you know, a a pandemic virus. Uh, There's something I always have have, have prided myself on doing is if I throw a bullpen or I'm throwing in the game, I shake my catcher's hand and tell him thank you after no matter what, because, you know, they're sitting down there and it's painful to do that every time while I'm, I'm up there trying to work through things. And, and that's just something I've always, I've always enjoyed doing was, you know, making sure they know that I'm very appreciative of what they're doing and that was something we weren't really allowed to do. We weren't allowed to shake their hand. You know, you can tell somebody thank you, but when you shake their hand and look them in the eyes and say thanks, man, it, it means a lot more than just a nonchalant, you know, thanks. And that's that's something I, I really miss being able to do this year.
1: Yeah, that was a big thing around baseball. You, you saw, like, that interaction with – teammates kind of be taken out a little bit I mean we've seen a few walk-offs this season where guys were just kind of social distance just kind of air hugging and doing things like that so it was just a pretty weird time in baseball and just in sports and just in life in general honestly with I mean this is unprecedented times we're living in right now but what did you do in your free time then I mean if you're on the road maybe have an off day back home like what were you doing in your free time because of course like you still got so many protocols you have to follow you guys you like you just said you did a great job no positive tests so how did you do that what were you doing in your free time to you know let off some
0: steam yeah you know we're not allowed to really go out to eat or or go in anywhere like that um, we were allowed to have my I was allowed to be around my girlfriend she lives in Scottsdale and we had her tested weekly the team did it. and we would just go out and we go paddleboard on the lake or something away from everybody and just just not be around people and and you know it, it sucks because it, I absolutely had to cut her off from all of her friends you know that I obviously gave her the choice if she wanted to hang out with her friends that's fine but you know we we weren't we wouldn't be able to be around each other as, as much you know and so it, w- it was me and her and, and we hung out with nobody else weren't allowed to hang out with our teammates outside the field we weren't allowed to do anything crazy so we just kind of stuck to ourselves and and went and did things out you know in nature where nobody is at and <laughs> That's just, uh, you know, kind of what we did.
1: Yeah, I find that fascinating. I mean, that's what the stakes have been raised to this season. I mean, you couldn't hang out with any of your teammates outside of the game. I mean, how often do you do you hang out with your teammates outside of the game? I'm guessing probably pretty often, you know, telling your girlfriend, you know, right now it's either I see you during the season or you're going to have to wait till after. Like, those are tough changes athletes had to make during the pandemic. I mean, we saw the NBA just do the bubble where they didn't see their family for a few weeks. So I, I give it up to you athletes. Like you guys made a lot of sacrifice this season and I'm sure I'm sure this season was more about the mental grind than the physical grind and so can you do you think you could speak a little bit about that do you think this season was more of a mental grind and getting through it you know mentally and emotionally than more physically this year
0: yeah absolutely I mean it, it wears on you not being able to see your family you know I made my debut this year my family didn't get to be there and and you know that that's just something we all had to deal with but it comes at the price of playing a game versus working a nine to five. You know, we, we get to to play a baseball game for a living. And, and if it means that we're going to be away from people for a little bit, then it's something we have to do. And, and uh, I mean, we all the people on and off the field, we all hang out constantly, whether it's at a hotel room playing cards with one another or going out to dinner after with family and friends and, and teammates. And, you know, it all changed and it, it just very monogamous over and over and over again and you just had to to push through it luckily it was only 60 games like that but you know it, it went pretty fast and we made the sacrifices we had to make
1: yeah if I mean, we we don't know about the next season yet. We don't know about any vaccines. So if baseball had to do another season, maybe they do 100 games, still no fans, still strict protocols. Uh, do you guys think you could do it again? How tough do you think it would be as a grind and as a challenge to go through another season like the one you just had?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, in my opinion, COVID's on its way out. Um, I think that it's been really blown up and it's kind of, you know, weaning itself out, um, I think that we'll have a regular season next year. There'll still be a little bit of a difference, but I think that there'll be fans. I don't think there'll be social dis- distancing, all that kind of stuff. And I-, I mean, I think it'll be normal. If it's not, then we'll just do what we did this year and figure it out as we go.
1: Yeah, you mentioned no family in attendance. I'm sure growing up you dreamed of making your debut, having 30,000 fans roaring in your face, whether booing or cheering for you. So how was it being out there on the mound and just hearing your teammates and just silence from the crowd because there's no, one's, no one in the stands, obviously?
0: Yeah, you know, that was that was different. They made a really good they, – they did really well on the crowd noise, the artificial crowd noise, and it, it was different. But for me, I don't give – even care about the fans as much as I. you know that's something i've dreamed about was having all of my family there you know family and friends that have been with me along the way and, and that's something i'm definitely looking forward to in the future for us to get back to normal for them to get to come see me play
1: that's it for this edition of a locked on dimebacks podcast thank you for riley for hopping on today and come back tomorrow for the rest of that Talk or chat, you want to call it, between Riley Smith and I. Remember, this is the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. Best news, coverage, and insight. Now we got players on the pod too, so you definitely want to stick around and listen to more of the pod. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy. Deuces!